Hello everybody, welcome back to another podcast. In today's podcast I'm going to be talking about how fucked the society is. And how, better yet, let me teach you how to get out of this society. And how to, you know, go off on your own, like pave your own way essentially. Or like do your own thing. Or like if you're trying to van life. Let me show you how to get started. Because that's where I'm I'm at the point of, like, quotation marks, van lifing that I'm at the beginning. Well, not at the beginning, because I already, you know, live in a van, but whatever. Um, so I don't actually live in a van van, or like in a tiny home, but I live in a, what's it called? A travel, like an RV, but it's one that you park. It's not one that you can drive, it's one that you tow. And... I've been living like this for about two weeks now, and let me tell you, the water is never fucking warm. (laughs) Never. But, that's the only downside. And I mean, it's cold, but it's only cold because of where I live, you know? So it's not too bad. If you're in Arizona, van lifing, you're gonna be hot all the time. (laughs) So it's like, maybe, you know, try to park yourself in a good area, or have a good heating or AC unit and or water unit which is the whole pretty much the whole thing like you don't actually need as much as people make it out to be but if you're like well this is advice for if you're by yourself trying to van life because if you're with a family it's gonna be a lot harder a lot different than what I'm experiencing so getting started first off you need to figure out You know, what you're going to be willing to put up with and what you're willing to throw away and what you're willing to sacrifice and what you're willing to, um, you know, pursue or persist on. That meaning, when you actually want to go through with van lifing or living in an RV or living in a tiny home, you have to be okay with giving up space because... Just for the fact that you're in a tiny home, like, that's the whole purpose. You know, you need to be able to go into small spaces and be okay and not be claustrophobic. Because if you're claustrophobic, if you're claustrophobic, let's just say I don't recommend it. (laughs) Because you're going to be, your bathroom most of the time is going to be tiny. And, like, your space to share is going to be very limited. So... You know, if you're not really into sacrificing that, it's going to be very hard to transition. And I would say the hardest thing about living in a a trailer or a van or a tiny home is that you kind of have to get rid of a lot of things. Like that meaning you have to get rid of a lot of clothes, you have to not have that many shoes, you have to have... Everything has to have like a, a suitable purpose. Like everything has to have a purpose or else... Is just extra weight that you don't need. That meaning, if you have too many shoes and you don't have anywhere to store them, it's going to take a lot of space for the fact that you don't have a lot to work with in the beginning. And if you have pets, it's even harder because then you have to keep in mind that you're going to have to be living with their, their things, essentially, like... If you have a cat, you're going to have to be prepared to have the litter box close to wherever the fuck you're sleeping. Or close to wherever you're eating, you know? So it's like, remember that, keep that in mind. Or if you have dogs, 
also remember that, like, you're gonna have to take them out to pee and poop, you know? Like, you can't be lazy with that, I guess. And, um, also on top of that, everything has to be able to be put away just in case you have to move locations or just in case, you know, let's say that you're doing van lifing because... Uh, your job requires you to move a lot and you don't want to be paying rent somewhere and then paying rent somewhere else and then paying rent somewhere else but instead you want to you know be saving money while you know you're traveling for your job it's like perfect for that and it's not I wouldn't say it's that hard to to uh, basically live in you know, a van or a tiny home, because when you're basically just trying to get on your feet, this is a great money saver, especially if you're going to be parked somewhere, or, you know, parked for at least a month or a few months, because it gives you time to save money, because you're not going to be paying rent. If anything, you're going to be parked at, you know, like a trailer home or Sometimes you don't even have to be parked anywhere. Like, you could just park in a parking lot and boom, you don't pay for rent or anything. But, however, in those cases, like, if you don't have solar panels or some way of, like, having your own power, you won't have that. But, then again, you kind of only needed to sleep if you're going to work or going to school or doing something like that. And if you are traveling a lot and if you're sleeping in these... You know, like, these gas stations or, you know, like, in these parking lots. I don't know why I said gas stations. In the parking lots, you can also shower at, you know, truck stops or, what's it called? Gyms. So it's like, you have options. Or you can just make sure that your water heater works. Mine doesn't. (laughs) You make sure that works and then fill up your tanks at, like, um... What's it called? You can fill up water. I think there's specific filling stations at camping sites. And or I think you can just buy water and (laughs) put it into your tank. So either way, water is not too too bad of something because you can obtain that pretty much anywhere, especially if you're in a city. The only problem is if you're going to be in the middle of nowhere, you know, you're going to need like a creek or a pond or some way to get the water. And then you're also going to need some way to filter the water. But if you're in the city, you won't really need that. And if you're trying to be, you know, basically like self-sustaining power-wise, you're going to need solar panels or just some way to generate uh, power. Which... Is kind of easy to figure out because you can just look all that stuff up. And what else? So to get started, I would recommend having at least 10k saved in your bank. The reason I say that is because you can most of the time get like a cheap uh, traveler. Like, you know, one of the campers that I'm talking about. You could probably get one of those for around 5 to 7 Sub grand, depending if you're in a city or not, but most of the time you can talk people down prices and stuff like that, so it's not that expensive. 
and that will leave you with around two or three k depending on you know how far you talk down the price to get a truck that can tow you know your camper or whatever or if you buy one that can drive itself then you won't need a car but also know that if you buy one that needs or the the ones that can drive those also need more maintenance and they require a little bit more work because it's like having a car you know like you have to go get it checked get it like you know handled by professionals because if you don't know what you're doing you you might mess it up and shit so if you know what you're doing that's a lot easier and i would recommend that way if you don't, then I would recommend getting a separate car because cars are a lot cheaper to fix than RVs or campers or anything like that. And then after you get a camper and a car, you can be wherever, like wherever you want to go as long as, you know, you can provide some sort of service or, you know have some sort of trade skill maybe a trade skill maybe just you know off your smart skill or like maybe you're just entrepreneuring or maybe you're working from home or you know there's a lot of reasons that you can live you know or there's a lot of ways that you can make money from where you're sitting so it's like you don't really need that much money to start if that makes sense like a lot of people want to say that you need this shit ton of money to go and be safe but like like i said everything works out like or actually sorry i said that somewhere else (laughs) but in life everything works out so it's like as long as you know what you're going after whatever you're doing is gonna work so if you know that your life is really going in that direction of you want to be living in a van life or tiny homing like go for it i'd recommend it because to be honest having less stuff makes you worry about less things and also like there is some ups and downs to it because you know like when you're in a city it's not that safe you know because you can get broken into really easily But that's when you take those precautions to make sure that that doesn't happen. And also note, like, where to go. Like, in certain areas of, you know, certain states. Like, know where is a smart place to go and where is not a smart place to go. But then again, like, it would be the same thing if you owned a home in that area. But you're paying way fucking more, you know? So it's like... Either way, you're not safe. But you are safe. So don't worry about safety. But also worry about safety to an extent, you know? Like, don't leave your door unlocked. And also, maybe cover your windows. And... Don't be too worried about money because money is something that you can obtain very easily. Like, 
It's not something that you have to force to get. Like, it's not something that you're going to be, like, you're not going to stoop so low as to pro- prostitute yourself, you know, because it's not that big a deal. You can literally go get a job at, like, Walmart or something, you know? Like, it's not that hard. But if you're doing your own entrepreneur- entrepreneurial thing, then van life and tiny homing is perfect for you because you'll save 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 so much more than you realize especially if you're parked somewhere that everything like will come quicker like your dreams or whatever will come quicker because of the fact that you have more saved in order for you to be self-sustainable you know like like i hate playing this capitalist game because they've really fucked us over And now we literally have to pay to get fucking energy, which is crazy. And we have to pay to get water, which is crazy because those are the two basic needs to, like, living as a human being in this society, which, you know, blows my mind. Anyway. But yeah, it bothers me that we have to be in this little rat maze to get out of the rat maze, but sometimes it is what it is, and... I realize that, you know, sometimes you do have to go back into society to get out. And that's why rich people get rich. (laughs) Because when you're rich in the society, it's like you're out of it. It's like it doesn't exist to you. But when you're poor, that's all you can do. Worry about your next shit. Because... That's like how they taught us to live, you know? We're, we're taught fight or flight, but everything in the end works out. So also don't trip about anything. <laughs> I don't know why, but my rants always end up philosophical and like, don't worry, everything will work out. Even though I myself stress out on a daily. <laughs> And also allow yourself to have, like, I don't want to say moments of weakness, but allow yourself to feel whatever you have to feel. So, like, if you end up buying, like, a camper and you sleep in it one night and it stresses you out so hard that you cry, maybe wait a little bit before you do it again, you know, like. Test out the waters, feel your feelings, see how it is, and go from there. And also know that you got your back, and don't let people tell you something that isn't, like, authentic to you. (laughs) On that note, I will catch you in the next one. I hope you had a good day, good night, whatever time you're listening, and yeah. I'll see you in the next podcast. Peace.